Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Just wanted to pop in the studio here for a couple minutes this morning and uh, just post some thoughts that I'm having. Um, last night, my wife and I had the privilege of going and helping some dear friends load a truck to move, uh, sadly to move cross country. Um, and, and I just had some, some spiritual principles um, kicking around in my heart and head um, last night and then again this morning. And, and so I just want to share those things for all of our consideration as, as we are what? We are, we are saying that we are sojourners. We are travelers here, aliens even. Um, we are, are laboring how to be in the world and not of the world, and, and we're trying to figure out what it means to be one who is passing through, yet still fulfill our, our, our calling, our purpose, while here this very brief moment that we're on the earth um, and in these bodies of flesh and the natural man operating hopefully as spiritual men carrying out Yahweh's purposes and uh, being a light to uh, the world. And so here's here's some things to chew on. And again, most of this I'm going to be talking about, to be clear, is going to be uh, illustration-based, metaphor. And so as, as we're loading this truck and it's, it's, it's getting close to dark and anyone who has moved, which is probably all of us, know that at the end at the end of the loading of the truck you get down to just kind of these random items that that are maybe not boxed and hard to categorize and don't really know where to put them and um you just kind of get to a point where assuming there's still room left some of this stuff's just got to get thrown on the truck or thrown out and and we've all been there (laughs) at the end of the the load up of a truck to move and so we were at that point last night and, and there were several items that would kind of come across for consideration about stay or go. Do they go with you um, to where you're moving, or do they just get pitched on the curbside? And that right there is my whole point. Things that we presently hold to that are important to us. And, and again, this is metaphorical. This is not just like, I'm not telling you to go and go through your closet. Okay, please, let's, let's stay a little below the, the surface here. It can filter into stuff that we actually have. Possessions, yes. Um, that is, of course, possessions and, and what we have and what we acquire does have a place. It does reveal our heart, um, our heart condition towards whether or not we're really setting up camp here as we pass through this life. Yes, it is, it is connected. But how many things in our life are we holding on to that we think we can't do without, live without, um, abstain from, uh, you know, comforts of life. And I, again, and I, I'm, I'm having to be redundant because this, is, this could be much more complex, and I've only got a few minutes before heading out today. What things do we have in our life that just, when, when, when the time comes, when metaphorically the truck is loaded and it's time to go, what do we look around and say, you know what? I really thought this had a great uh, purpose or, or a place of value in my life, but you know, right right now in the middle of this, this moment of knowing, you know what? It's just time to go. It's time to leave. Things that we normally hold on to, things that we keep in our house even, and, and, I, and this is nothing on them. They had way less junk and extra stuff than I have here in the, in the form of natural things. But things that we just live with, things that we um, cherish, value, and keep in our lives, a lot of times 
I think it would be good for us now to assess, you know what, what can I do without? What can, what do I need? What do I require? What do I require? Let's just be real uh, clear. What do I require to bring me comfort and peace and, and even joy? Um, what gives me purpose? What gives me a, a settled place of comfort in my life? And, and plugging that into the sojourner mentality that we talk about a lot on the program here, knowing we're passing through, knowing that if we are to be like our Messiah, we are a, a traveler through and all the saints who went before us scripturally. These are men who did not have a place to lay their head. Um, and again, this is much more than just a, a house or whether we live in a mansion or in a shack, okay? But it is a part of it. Like, what do we require? What do we need? What do we have to have? And here's the point. We've been talking about judgment coming. The series is still posting. Part four is, is yet to be um, put online. It is done, of course. But we've been talking about judgment. We've been talking about Yahweh's judgment coming to his sanctuary, to his people, for a purging, for a, a cleansing of the house. Why? So that we're more prepared to be all that Yahweh intends us to be, freed from all this natural baggage of our life. That, friends, if we're not careful, we get so lethargic and comfortable, we can't live without certain things, certain comforts of our life that we medicate ourselves with, that we veg out to, that we turn to with a, a repetitive cycle of dependence upon. I realize many people will say, Joel, why, why do you have to be so hard? What, what is the harm in good, harmless things? I don't know. I'm saying, this is what I say. Stop and ask the question. Pray. Ask the Father. What in my life that I have even become convinced, absolutely convinced, this is a good, positive, beneficial, spiritually um, advantageous thing for me? That maybe it's just something that needs to go. Maybe it's something that I enjoy and, and find gratification from, but it's not something you have for me. Is that possible? <laughs> because so many people want, and this is the thing, and I, I'll, I'm going to bring this to a close already. So many people want to know, well, is this, is this allowed? Is this okay? Is this good or is this bad? And we try to just kind of real shallowly um, and, and childishly determine what's good for me and what's bad. Well, this thing, it's not bad. It's not sinful. And so we would tolerate it. We would keep it in the house, metaphorically speaking. We would keep it around. We'd put it on a shelf and put it over there for a time of need that, you know what, I just kind of want to go to that and I want to apply that to my life and whatever that would be to kind of bring some, some medicated um, feelings uh, of... Of I kind of need to be okay right now. And we depend on other things. We keep things in the closet. We keep things on shelves. We keep things in our basements and in storage units. Like Western culture, America is the perfect poster child for this discussion. Because, friend, think about when you drive around how many um, storage building centers there are in the city where you live. Even out here in the middle of nowhere, there's storage buildings at no end. And they're full, they're overflowing, and they're building more. And there's rows 
of RVs that people might use, you know, a few weekends in the summer and boats that they try to put out but don't really have time because they got to work so much to pay for the boat. Friend, we are in a condition where we're so distracted and busy and we're comfortable and we are we are being told, I would say, to pull up the tent pegs and move. Again, to use a, a metaphorical illustration. And friend, all I'm saying is, are you ready to do that? Are you postured and ready just by the daily function of your life to continually assess what you do, what you don't do, what you give yourself to? Friends, it's got to be things that remain. It has to be things that last. It has to be things that teach and train our children. And if you have grandchildren, what role are you fulfilling to train up your grandchildren in the kingdom, in the legacy that you have been entrusted to do? Okay? What are we tending to? What are we doing? What are we assessing that's in our life that, you know what, to use the metaphor back at the beginning as a text comes in and distracts all of us, what is it that, you know what, when the time comes to get in that truck and hit the gas, what things do you look around and say, you know what, that just really doesn't matter. That doesn't really matter. Our friend at the end of the evening, stuff that I looked at that I knew she had made, is even in that condition, in that place, things that I would even think would be of value in, in her heart, she's like, you know, I don't know. I don't need that. I, that just doesn't matter in this moment right here. And friend, I think that's a good place for us to get to and for us to stay in. And I'm talking to myself that, friends, there are things in our life, things that we possess, that we have acquired, things that we do, things that we depend on, things that we find comfort and safety in, that are simply just not necessary, and many times just not of the Father. And so here's the thing. Why don't you consider praying and asking the Father, what is it in my life that, you know what, just needs to go? Whether it's an activity that I do, whether it's a, a sport that I give myself to practicing and learning and attending and glorifying, maybe it's a, a hobby that, you know what, I enjoy, but it keeps me from spiritually growing and maturing, that's my whole heart. If we can handle one, two, three, four, X, Y, Z, if we can handle these things and spiritually mature, yes and amen. Yes and amen if our lives are properly prioritized. And that's really the crux of this. In maturity, what can we possess? What can we handle? What can we rightly hold in a place of, of looseness that still propels our spiritual maturation to a place where that has preeminence, where something that is in its proper place can be entirely fine, friend, for you, but maybe not for me, and maybe for me and not for him. Let's be mature, and let's just not throw a blanket on everything and say, who cares? We can do all this and be godly. I still go to church. Well, we're already talking a different language. How do we hold these things in our life all these things that we do, that we love, that we give our attention to and, and continually assess, are they in any way keeping me and my household from a level of spiritual maturation that could be advancing quicker in greater measure if they were removed or lessened and put in their proper place? So that's my thoughts for today. As I look at my own life in light of loading this truck with my friends last night, what things in my life, you know what, in the crunch moment, when it's time to go, just don't really matter. 
They don't really matter. Why do I have this? Why do I do that? It just Maybe it's time now to go. Maybe it's time to throw some things overboard so that we can move on a little bit swifter, a little bit faster to get to the destination that Father has for all of us. So consider that today, won't you? Um, if it speaks to you, yes and amen. If not, click on something else and keep on moving. Thank you for watching Path to Zion Podcast. You can go to pathdesign.com. People have been emailing us at pathdesignpodcast at gmail.com. We're so grateful for the interaction. Continue to do that. Have a blessed day. Amen. <laughs>